stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from dnhq3 in beautiful south pasadena california this is the blue heaven podcast we are powered by the overtime podcast network what is going on dodgers nation my name is clint you can find me as clint on the internet or real frg on twitter and instagram whatever you can have that for you like. That's good. That's T-Pain? Who is that? Never heard of I her. I don't know who that is. I am at Brooke Me 3 on Twitter and Instagram. And like he said, this is uh, this is our podcast. And this guy over here is uh, Mark Langell. Oh, sorry. This, oh, is, hey. this, is, this is last week's yeah, script. Right. My bad, guys. This, well, well, wrong. Woof. Back streets back. All right. This is Mr. Doug McCain uh, from, uh, what do you call that? Fandom? Famedom? Famedom? From Yeah, from Dodgers Nation. Famedom. Post game show extraordinaire. Yep, I got to get loud like him, or else no one's gonna know. I, I haven't seen these guys since I got tortured after that game, after the game five loss. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that man. Yeah, that's how that long was, it's been. That's how long it's been. Wow. It was a it, I know that was a tough that kid that I will never forget that my laptop almost exploded. I like woke up with bruises. Yeah, like, the fact you were able to survive that that game five post game is like still we. We're very very proud of you because I think like if Brooke was on there, we'd just been like you know what guys. Like, listen, listen. I don't like when you're mean. <laughs> also, we got to point out that our boy, uh, Mr. Gary Lee, is back behind the board today. Gary he's, Lee. He's alive. No, I just have skittles. Thanks. <laughs> I made sure to get you at the right time. Good timing. Yeah. So, uh, Brooke, why don't you tell them about what's, uh, what's on today's show there, Chief? Well, I heard they were skittles. <laughs> Other than that, Taste uh, Doug is obviously in the house. So we'll catch up with him a little bit more. MLB, we're calling it Cold Stove? It's Cold Stove Not season. Cold Stone. That's an ice cream shop. Uh, some Dodger headlines. There aren't that many. <laughs> sort There's of. not really much going on. I think everyone's focused on Thanksgiving. But we got some stuff. Never heard of it. You betcha we got some stuff. And, uh, oh boy, <laughs> beer <laughs> got to be quick. Including <laughs> uh, Brooke dying. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll talk about what we're thankful for because, you know, it's Thanksgiving and we have to do that apparently. So uh, Legally obligated, yeah. And more this week on the Blue Heaven Podcast. You anyway, know, guys, I want to take a second to remind you about our friends at Vivid Seats because Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events that you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section in the row of your choice and that's all in the Vivid Seats app. That's pretty cool. So, you know what? We don't have Dodger baseball right now but we got the Lakers kicking some A so go check them out. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Yes, that's Vivid Seats Rewards. So uh, where do they go? Where do they go, Brooke? They, i tell you where they go. They go to the App Store or to Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Those are a lot of words put back to back. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. 
So, from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter our promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. But anyway, uh, Tina G-Man's in the stream. She says, hello, Dodgers Nation. What's up, guys? How you doing, Tina G-Man? Ryan what Moore, up, Tina? Ryan Moore says, Gary is alive. So that, I think that's your fan. I think you have a fan. His name's Ryan Moore. Thank you, Ryan Moore, for caring. <laughs> and he's really excited that you're alive. And Ryan Thank also you. says Doug is alive. Okay, so Doug. Yeah, Charles Ryan's Hamill. Back from the dead. Back from the Charles Hamill. How's it Doug going? Doug is out of hibernation. Ray, hey, it, hey, I took that game five pretty tough, but I'm back and I'm ready to roll. Spring training is not too far off, right? Yeah. Well, like three it depends on how you look at it. Hey. 176 days. No, hey. just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I thought He's you like, is that, that that weird Asian math? We thing? should have a counter <laughs> somewhere. Why are you pointing at the Asian guy? Because you're the boss. Because you know. Code. Oh yeah, yeah. We should. <laughs> you should know. Code. We did that Not last that you're year. Asian. It's that you're the boss. We did that last year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think too many people cared about it. <laughs> I care. I I don't math good in my head, so I need something mm. that tells me the maths. Bubba Rutledge Numbers. wants us to make some moves. Tim Rogers. Tim Rogers is, is alive too. We what up, him. Tim? Hi, Tim. Dodger. Hi, Tim. He just did a. He just finished another vlogging thing, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Oh, Louis is thankful for the Blue Heaven <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Louis. We we uh, we appreciate you. I'm also pissed you're not going to spring training with me. Well, guys, we we kind of already um, wow. touched on it. Janet's day off. Uh, Janet's day off. Ask is that Doug or Will Smith? And that's the the sort of perfect segue into our first uh, real segment here. How the hell have you been since going into hibernation since Game Five? I get that a lot, though. I heard the Will Smith thing in. I'm not a not a you know an actor that generated over two billion dollars in the box office, but I definitely uh, it the off season. It's been a it was a cold off. It's been a cold winter. It, honestly, that yes. game five after that, it was a tough loss. I had to endure the pain of like two million Dodger fans, and but I will say the Astros cheating scandal has totally <laughs> wiped all the pain away. Not 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 necessarily I'm still frustrated that we lost, yeah. but the fact that you have something every single day to just dig into and I just think that it's just a, to me it's a really intriguing offseason with the Garrett Cole, Rendon, you got trades with Lindor possibly. There's a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about this offseason, but hey, I've been great, ready for Dodger baseball. It's not too yeah. far off, but hey, this is going to be a wild offseason I predict. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be back talking Dodger baseball again. Yeah, I think you needed to go into hibernation after that. <laughs> after that. Like we, I think we, we are contractually obligated to do this by nobody, but we still just force our, our way into people's homes every time we decide to um, yeah. hit the, the stream button. But, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely been an interesting and lively offseason. And, and as such, we like to uh, – well, everybody likes to get everybody's input on, on this Astros uh, scandal, allegations, debacle. What, what are you uh, – trash gate? What do you want to call it this week, Brooke? What are we calling it this gate? Uh, ass gate? Can we call it that? Ass is, gate. Are we allowed to say that? Is this a family gate. show? Oh, trash gate. Trash tros, the trash tros. I mean, I'm cool. The asterisks, whatever. Anything that's most insulting to them, (laughs) I don't care. Whatever makes them feel bad about themselves. I think you know what. Actually, before we get into the Astros thing, I think the biggest news that's come out in the last 24 hours is actually the status of our our friend Dick Mountain, Rich Hill. I want to get into Rich Hill a little bit, if you know what I mean. First, (laughs) apparently, do homeboy. Dude was apparently pitching with like a blown out elbow for most of last season. Detached UCL. Yeah. 
which is a blow close. Up. Yeah, you can up. relate, right? Oh, my everything is detached. Yeah. You are detached as King, a human. Back in the 90s, a band called King Missile made a song about me. You kids look it up on the internet, but um, it's detachable. It's penis. called Barbie Girl. <laughs> Aqua. See? He knows. I said King Missile, but um, <laughs> Jess asked, why are you yelling at us, Doug? I'm, I'm trying to adjust him. It's going to be, you guys are going to see my hand go over here a lot. He's L- Doug lives his life at a 10. You just got to catch <laughs> up. I don't know what else to tell you guys. This is my inside voice. <laughs> we're, we're very proud. Because you know, then when you go to inside voice, then I got to go back and adjust it. Okay. But I don't know. Uh, so apparently he, uh, Rich Hill, again, was pitching with a blown UCL for most of last season, if not all of last season, cowboyed up. And then that, of course, is probably now you think about it is the thing that led to the flexor problem because there's so much more tension coming on that elbow with uh, all 90 miles an hour, 92 miles an hour, which is sad when you realize that's faster than Kershaw's fastball these days. But <laughs> then uh, I guess it was in August, or October, late October, he underwent the knife and did what they call a primary revision, was just a poor man's Tommy John surgery that's supposed to be done quicker because everybody all together, he's old and doesn't have very much time left to live. I mean, sorry, to oh. play. Uh, sorry, the uh, producer says to play baseball, but... What do you guys uh, think about the Rich Hill? Let's lead off with you, Mr. Me3. Oh, I always get to go first because I'm a priority. That's good. Uh, here's as long the as thing. you're ready. I don't here's know. the thing. He's old, and I love him, and he still had a sub-3 ERA, and he still didn't do very terribly in his one World Series appearance. He, mm-hmm. what'd he, give up? he gave up one run in that game, right? And everyone was really pissed off about it because it was run, one run over like two and two-thirds, and they were like, why don't we start him? It's like, yeah. well, what are you, you didn't have a lot of options, guys. <laughs> um, you knew he was going to push through inj- any injury he had, but I don't think anybody expected that. Because that hurts. Yes. That's pain. That's, his elbow that's not a 90 mile an hour fastball. There's yeah. no way that people push through and do that. What he did was superhuman and ridiculous and very Rich Hill-esque, as we all expect. And it makes me love him all that much more. Some, because he definitely wasn't telling people anything. Mm-hmm. Some Somewhere, Ned Coletti's GM heart warmed up with a, a three-year deal because of the grit exercised there by Mr. Richard Hill. What do you think, Doug? What What are your thoughts? Well, what do you have to say about D Mountain in the flesh? One, I mean, Dick Mountain, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. We all know that. And you saw when he came back. He came back. I think he had his first start against the Padres. He wasn't even, he wasn't even planting his leg then. And when he had the, the MCL, looked like he was stepping on Legos every time he was planting. And you know he was going to do anything to help this team get a World Series. He's a great locker room presence. But, hey, look, he made, what, I think $48 million. If his career would end prematurely... Like, he's used to that, because just like in Game 2 of the World Series, where that outing ended prematurely, like it shouldn't have, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it looks like he might, might uh, not be able to, to come back. But he's just been a great story in baseball, with his career from the Cubs, going and playing independent baseball. Yeah. He's just a guy, he's hilarious. I think I remember Brooks saying one time in a podcast, he was your favorite pitcher to watch bat. Mm-hmm. And he's just been so entertaining, a great locker room presence. It's really going to be sad to not see him in a Dodger uniform next year if he doesn't come back, but... Which, I mean, there, there's a chance you could now. You really think about it. You, you think about it. He's either somebody you can just throw. He doesn't care about the money. He wants to be on this team. He said as much at the end. I mean, granted, it was an emotional moment. They just lost. But he said as much. I want to be back on this team. I, I want to be with these guys in this clubhouse. 
I'm pretty sure he'll play for an Utley style contract. You give him, you know, air quote two years for for two million, and you know he's going to retire after the second one, whatever it may be. But you you, you sign him for a million dollars. You see what the hell happens if he can come back by All Star break. You either have, uh, you know, the the veteran presence of a crafty lefty coming out of the pen, or somebody. That, that can help take some innings from, from Urias or Dustin May or Tony Gonsolin uh, at that point of, of the season. You know, it, it's really one of those low-risk, high-reward things. Plus, he gets to stick with the, the people and the team that he loves. Uh, there's, there, there's that possibility. I'm not saying that's what they should do. Uh, and uh, and I'll I'll defer the question now to you guys. So there's that premise to you guys and everybody in the stream. Feel free to, to join along. But do you make that flyer? Do you take that flyer signing, or do you just cut bait now and and let him ride off into the wind with his final gritty <laughs> outing in Game Four of the World's or the uh, uh, the Division Series? I think he's gonna. I I I think the Dodgers would be willing to do that. Uh, but my understanding. Um, is that he's going to want to end up in Boston. He wants to finish his career up more towards home, and that's going to be it for him. He's mm-hmm. going to ride off into the sunset. He's going to rake in all those donations for his charity in Massachusetts. Uh, it just makes the most sense to me. His uh, family's out there, like all of his family's out there. It's just a good way to wrap up a career. I'm sure he'd love to play for the Dodgers if they offered him a contract, um, but the Red Sox specifically in the state that they're in. Um, Which is <coughs> Massachusetts? They are the, yeah, literal, the literal state they're in, yes. Uh, but I meant more fi- financially, yeah, yeah, yeah. financially speaking in the state that they're in and the fact that they don't have a farm system anymore, like literally there's no farm system there. Yeah. It makes sense for them to pick him up and finish a contract out there. He'll probably pitch out of the bullpen there. He won't do much. He probably won't pitch till the second half of the season there, but it makes sense. And it's a good way to wrap up a career. Hey, this is the team that took a flyer on me, got me out of the independent leagues. I gave me another yeah. chance. Got me to Oakland, which got me to L.A., which got me a big contract, which paid for a lot of things, and now I can end it here. I'm sure he has his heart in in both sides. I'm sure he's more interested in L.A. just because it makes more sense uh, for the recent vintage of it. But Still wants to win. Still wants to win, which he will not do in Boston. He will not. Because they're probably going to have to trade Mookie Betts because they have too much of the money. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Mookie (laughs) Betts. What do you think there? Douglas, uh, I would say that, like, like Brooke said, if he wants to go to Boston, kind of end out, you know, right off into the sunset. I don't want him here if it's just going to be a farewell tour. Yeah, and if he that. can be effective, he can if he can go to the bullpen. I think he's a guy who'd be willing to transition to the bullpen. His off-speed stuff is still very high level when it, when he's on, and he could. A lot of the young guys can be a really good mentor to them. They can absorb from him. He can tell some of the young guys, hey, if you're not ready to come out of the game, don't give the ball to, J- to Dave Roberts, but. You know, that he could teach some things to this yeah. young team. But I think I'm with Brooke. I think he goes to Boston. He's big in charity, you know, on his charity work. He's really had – his career has been really just a, such a wild story from, uh, from start to finish. Yeah. And he's been a dream in his whole career. So it's not like he's tied to the Dodger organization like a Kershaw or something like that. Yeah. So I could totally see him ending his career in Boston. Yeah, you, I mean, if anybody doesn't know enough about Rich Hill and his whole career, uh, Ross Stripling, you know, over Big Swing Podcast, they they did a, a full sit down for like an hour plus, and it's just, I mean, Richie is is a delight. That's what we'll say. He is a delight. So it's definitely worth a listen. It's an older episode. It happened sometime mid season, but um, check that out over with our boy Rostifer Stripling. But um, I do want to keep this this nucleus <clears throat> as much of this nucleus intact. 
if they can make another run. Because then, let's say we win, we're going to think of not having guys if. like Ridge Hill. If, <laughs> if. if. They're going to definitely make another run. Yeah, but he's not really nucleus, is he? He's... You well, know who he is. He's like a I trust Utley. him in the postseason, though. If he's on, I mean, if he's, his postseason ERA with the Dodgers definitely is he was the next more than. Dead. Yeah, he's the yeah, next that, that's dead. sort of the. Uh, that's his role. If yeah, you want to bring the, him back, that's what I would like. That's the pitching staff's yeah. uh, freezer. That's the pitching staff's Chase Utley. So there's yeah. there's a benefit of that. Even if he doesn't end up pitching, you know, I, I see a few people in here. One namely, we got Tim Rogers, SD Dodger Tim in the house, saying one million dollar base with incentives, which is pretty much what I'm saying. So, uh, you know, brilliant minds think alike. Danos fifty one fifty says I'm cool with it. Um, Charles Hamill, friend of the show, says love D Mountain, but it's okay. It's time for us to move on from him. No reason to sign sign him and tie up another roster spot. Well, the good thing about it is it wouldn't be too much of a roster spot because if it's only air quote only one million dollars, you you. You have him on your 40-man. You immediately transfer him to the 60 when you can. Um, there are other bodies that can be cut loose if you need a 40-man roster spot. Looking at you, Tyler White. Looking at you, Josh Spores. Looking at... The so ghost of Tyler White. Tyler White. I love when he said that. <laughs> Sorry, skinny. A flaquita Tyler White. But 2020 World Series MVP Tyler White. <laughs> That's a, hey, I've Remember when you I said Tyler that. White died for this? I love that tweet. <laughs> he did. He did die for this. Bless up, T. White. We love you, man. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that's that's sort of the thoughts on that. We'll see. Um, you know, I'm, I know a lot of people would rather they go out if they're going to get an arm that you know uh, have an arm return. That's a Dodger. They'd rather see Ryu, but of course he's going to be a lot more money. And it's like as much as you want Ryu back. This is just me personally. It's like then you, you they got to stop doing the same thing at this point. The Dodgers need to stop doing the same thing because clearly it's not working. So your theory is just change something, change one thing, <laughs> and that one thing something. is probably we're well, well, getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Uh, but that one thing could be Josh Donaldson, as I you know we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and now it's starting. You're going to change Josh Donaldson? Yeah, yeah. He he really loves playing in a diaper. <laughs> stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home we got we got our boy uh how do you actually say it is it moshi I'm going to call him Moshe. I Moshe. Moshe. I don't know. Moshe. Sure. Uh, We're calling you Moshe. <laughs> he says Josh Borges should never see a 40-man spot Moshe really again. wants you to follow him on you should Instagram or Twitter. But I you know, I follow Mo- him tell, on both. Tell Moshe the rules. The rules is you got to meet him in person. Is that a... Oh, man. If that was the rules... <laughs> A little mean greet. <laughs> Those are the rules. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I would not have all of my blood I think I follow in everybody him. that I... Meet in person. Yeah, Mochi is the one that talks shit and talk crap to. Uh, <gasps> I know. I know. Sorry. Walker Buell. <laughs> <laughs> I see what oh, you okay. did there. My bad. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, we Skills. we sort of teased the the Astros scandal, and, and we have some more because now that you know Dodgers have kind of come out of the woodworks a little bit and had different. Um, opportunities for hot takes if you will and and spots you know (laughs) all the media it's been great because gary and i went to a couple of these media events and the pr people say like don't ask anything but charity questions so of course the media (laughs) no no no, that's not the that that wasn't the uh dodgers pr that was the um ucla i think she was like a intern like a new pr person (laughs) wow you're being a dick about this 
Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know what it was being. You know, I don't know what was going on. He's like, I don't know where I am. Like, where did she hurt you? I didn't know it was that bad. But yeah, I mean, I get it. She's she was probably given a directive from someone to to like, hey, let's we. They don't want to ask or answer this question because they know everybody wants. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like shy away from this. The reason you have someone like Kenley Jensen support your foundation is to leverage his baseball audience to. She'll support the the foundation. Yep. And if you don't talk about baseball, then you negate that whole leverage. Yeah. So, fair. you know, I know I know UCLA is not a strong PR school. We know this. Okay. Sorry, Doug. I represent so, UCLA PR apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things where you just gotta learn. I mean, that's just how it how it rolls. Like that's how charities run. Is that's why they tie their name to spokespeople and all that kind of stuff. Or a gymnastic school. Very good gymnastic school. <laughs> You underpaid gymnastics. Well, everybody, you know that that's the the first question when they're in front of a of a Dodger right now, and and rightfully so is what do you think about this mm-hmm. Astros thing? So, we bounce around. Uh, you know, people have been around. Even our boy bringing him up again, Ross Stripling. Uh, they talked about it. Him and Cooper talked about it on their podcast, and uh, we went ahead. I went ahead and stole a little clip, but I urge you to go ahead and listen to the full episode of the Big Swing. But go ahead and mix in that that beautiful bean footage right now. Mm. If you're doing your preparation when you're between games or after, you know, after game, before game, whatever, and you're watching video and you brought up football and you can read coverages or you have someone that has listened into their audibles and knows what the, each one's mean, what their hand signs mean to receivers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's totally legal. Same thing if Joe Blow is on the mound and he's tipping his curveball and his fastball and we're whistling to the hitter because maybe you can only see it from the dugout and you can't see it from the, from the box, then right. yeah. I mean, stop tipping your pitches. That's part of baseball and sign stealing has been part of baseball for over a hundred years. That yeah. That is totally, totally right. That is not illegal where, where it starts getting crossing the line is when you are using real time technology to relay when there's not even anyone on base with a camera from center field or whatever, and you're starting to mess with the integrity of the game with a game that's being played, been played over a hundred plus years, like I said, and now all of a sudden you're introducing this stuff that is definitely crossing the line. And we're not even sure what the Astros were doing. I'm, I've read the same stuff you've read, everyone else has read, but the idea that you could have a camera in center field into the catcher's legs, getting signs and relaying them in real time to a hitter that's not baseball. That that's cheating, and that 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 would be like having a a plug in to Tom Brady's headphone. Like when whoever that offensive coordinator is, I can't think of his name, is relaying his sign to Tom, or to his play to Tom Brady, saying, you know, left post or whatever, you know, right open forty five base, whatever the play is, and you are like hacked into that signal and you are hearing what they are saying that to me is about egregious as egregious as what the Astros are being accused of so things we've learned one uh Ross really knows how to call his football plays <laughs> X is an old guy he's like Josh McDaniels <laughs> but um yeah, he's good at football play calling, but but what they're pretty much doing, what they're talking about is is the differences in, in fair cheating and what the Astros are accused of, and that's being directly, you know I, I mean I like I like the, the the correlation there. I like the relatability of, of a baseball or a, a you know, football. If you're right there in the head, it's the same as having a camera right there on the sign and then someone banging 
whoever or whatever they want over there in the dugout. But um, yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts on, on Ross guys? Yeah, before I mean, we they, had, they had algorithms. They, it was all figured out through cameras and everything. That's cheating. It's just like you can equate it to any poker. It's not a sport, but, a game, yeah. but like poker, if you know who, what the cards, what the your op- opposing player has, then you're going to. You're gonna know what to do, and just let I me mean, look at what happened when they cheated in casino. The guy, I mean, De Niro came with a cow prodder and shocked the hell out of him. You know, they're definitely cheating, but um, <laughs> Tony Manfred to do. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's the man correlation there. That's yeah. good. But uh, what I, th- I mean, I think that he's like I, that was probably the most candid I've seen. Really, one of the players talk about it mm-hmm. and basically blatantly calling them cheaters. And there's no question about it. There's no question about it that Houston, I mean, they, the Major League Baseball needs to bring the hammer down on Houston. Mm-hmm. And when I say hammer, I mean like a literal hammer and like start <laughs> bashing that World Series trophy into a thousand pieces because it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think one thing the Astros should have to do is give us back Jordan Alvarez as a punishment. Oh my God, where did you, you're one of those people? I, did wait. you make like a fake account just to email me about that or something like that? Because that's the dumbest shit I've ever hey, heard. No, it has to be. You don't get a trade back. That, like, them cheating okay. has nothing to do with a very, very uh, okay. well, ill-advised They also have to refund my World Series ticket. That's, that's the, the one, deal. Exactly. mine. Just Brooks? Okay. Yeah, only I, mean, what do you, I mean, what is the fair punishment? Because a $2 million fine not one. to a there billionaire. Is, not in, one. in the same way, no, there isn't a... F- to lose draft picks. That's what Atlanta Braves just went that's through. That's nothing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's draft, nothing. No, they, I would they say start at draft that. picks. I would say they lose... Um, but look, they'll just they do, lose... They would Here's lose, the thing. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. There's, since there's no precedent for it, we talked about this already. Since yes. there's no precedent for it, I have a very bad feeling that the punishment is actually not going to be that bad, and people are going to be very upset about it because there is no precedent. There's nothing. There's there's nothing they can refer to to be like, this is what we've done in the past. We should do this. When you look at things like, like corked bats or steroids or things like that. It took time for those things to develop, for people to be caught, and to people, and for them to be like, "All right, this is this is what you get for the first offense, the second offense, the third offense." It's yeah. pretty straightforward, laid out. Wasn't the block approaching a something really good precedent for gambling? Yeah, no, but that's gambling. but it's cheating. You, you're for gambling. No, no, no. Well, you're gambling. They're, they're but this is the, the integrity game. of the game. It this is, is a, it, that's it, the issue. It is, but you look at their ban compared to people for steroids. Integrity of the game, not the same. Not the same ban at all. Lifetime, eighty game. Lifetime. 80 game very different you look at p rose p rose lifetime essentially <laughs> essentially a lifetime for betting on his own team for betting yeah. on his own team uh, it's basically saying like hey that's you that's knew, not yeah. betting on the integrity of the game that's betting on himself that's betting yeah. on himself as a person i personally don't have a problem with that i think they take that way too seriously with Pete rose i think he's a douchebag and i don't like him still think he should be hall of famer still think he should not be banned from And he baseball. still has the hits record. So. Still has the damn hits record. I'm, I'm with that. Brooks, too, 100%. I think Brooks completely right. Everyone's going to be underwhelmed with any punishment they're going to hand out. But in the court of public opinion, the perception, we all know Barry Bonds, what he did, you know, he made his head grow like tense. You know, he, has, he wears like a nine and one third. That's his fitted size mm-hmm. after he took the Roys. But he has the home run record. But look, look, no one won the World Series in 1994. Uh-huh. I, I think look the thing, I think the thing about the thing about the steroids era and the Pete Rose era this week this with the technology with the internet mob with the greats like John Boy and everything like that they've been caught red-handed in a sense and if if there if if there's legitimate evidence that that camera and that that flat screen you know it goes from PEDs to LEDs 
and and <laughs> if that flat screen, everything, and all that camera, if they can really prove, yeah. look, if, I'm like, like, I don't want to get myself worked up. I start thinking about this yeah, stuff. Yeah. My hands start sweating. I start breathing all fast. It, it's but there, it, like you said, there's there's no way. And and actually, funny enough, the next clip we have is Jock Peterson talking about it. But either way, the way I I, I like to sort of talk about switching gears a little bit, but. There's no trade that any team could ever come up with, any two sides could ever come up with, where both sides are happy to trade Mike Trout. Because some teams, uh, fan base is going to think they gave up too many players, and the Angel fans, if there are any, are going to say, well, that's all we got for the greatest player in the history. The same way with this thing. They're not going to please everybody. They're probably not going to please that many people. Even if it's, you know, Lunau is out, which is probably a start because it went up to to the GM or the owner, whichever the hell one he is. No, Jim Crane, that other creepy white dude is, is probably out, and then they're going to find yeah. more things. He was probably up at that, that jerk-off house with uh, Bill Belichick or, or whatever the owner's over there. But um, wow. we could edit well, that. We're very, good. <laughs> we're very good at reporting things. Yeah, looking live. But uh, it, there's, there's, just, there's so much with, when it comes to that that nobody's going to be happy is the ultimate point I'm getting at. And that's a little bit about what uh, Jock Peterson talked about over at the 15th annual Turkey Give away at Dodger Stadium as we as I go from jerk off house to something positive but let's go ahead and listen to uh to Jack Jack Poppy yeah you know there's uh there's a lot that I guess came out and it's uh it's unfortunate it's uh brings back a bad feeling in your stomach from uh, when we lost who knows if you say you stripped them of a world series title and gave the Dodgers a world series title then it was like well it's not like there would be a parade. Like, you wouldn't really celebrate. I don't know. It just, it's over with. It. Yeah. They got away with something, and that's just the way that, like, that's the way it goes. I mean, they know what's going on, and I think that's why this year you saw a eight-second minimum delay on all feeds because of that. They knew what was going on, so it's not... They're doing. They did something to try to protect it, and uh, yeah, I mean, with the delay, it wouldn't be possible to uh, to do what they did or were accused of doing. So one, Jock notoriously not terribly great with interviews. Did handle that very well. I I feel probably well rehearsed on that, but still, the point is, whatever the hell happens when by the time we get to like opening day. I think it's it's going to be a whatever it is what it is attitude and you know we've talked about this the last few weeks with if if they decide to strip that title and give it to the Dodgers you're not going to feel good nothing is ever going to really make us feel good that was the time for it to happen you know during that interview part of that was was taken from um, an interview that Dave Vasse had with him on Petros and Money and. Um, you know, Vasse brings up the, the whole point. It, you know, it's not so much even about the title. It's about the, the fact of what happened then. You know, you mainly we focus in on Andre Ethier got robbed. You know, so many of those players <laughs> yeah. this year, you know, Kershaw kind of robbed David Freeze of an opportunity to do his heroics deeper into the postseason. But I don't know. There's just so much, uh, so much, man, so much. It's annoying. I hate it. Let's make it go away. Jack Peterson's very good at talking. He does the best. Well, I mean, say words. Based on all his past interviews, that's his one of his most genuine. Oh, yeah. That responses probably was ever. one of his yeah. like you know, least scripted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought. I mean, he's right. But the thing about that he's wrong on 
is that eight second delay if it was the astros schmo i mean pointed out he said stupid of course they can have a live feed Mm -hmm. you can it's called cctv it's Mm -hmm. closed caption tv you just have a coaxial cable lined up from center field all the way over to that dugout Mm -hmm. and you have an instantaneous feed that's or faster literally than a dude with a transmitter. Yeah, that's all it takes. It doesn't take or much. the guy with the binoculars and the camera, and like they did in the World Series, reportedly yeah. hands up on on the the, the bullpen, hands off. Did yeah. I hit the thing? I touched your spring. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. But yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. It's a it's annoying Barry Bonds thing. The thing about the Barry Bonds mention is that it's actually uh, pretty interesting. No one cares about Barry Bonds right now because of that tainted record. So I hope people treat the Astros the same way mm-hmm. and Plus kind of giant. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just vacate that world series. That'll be the best punishment. Let the Astros go back to zero. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm okay with them keeping it and just us talking crap for the rest of their existence. I'm okay with <laughs> that. I'm going to need a poll right now. About that. Yeah. Every, every, oh God. Honestly, like I've had a lot of people ask me because they know I'm obviously a Dodger fan. They're like, how what? do you feel about it? Do you, do you want, you know, obviously we've already established no one wants the world series. We don't <laughs> want that 2017 world series, but don't want it. We wanted it at the time. We sure as hell wanted it. We earned it. We wow. should have had it. We don't. It's fine. But with that being said, I find solace in the fact that for the rest of my life, I can talk crap on the 2017 Astros World Series. And that makes me feel good. And that makes me feel happy. Because there's not, I mean, no matter what they come out with now, if it's just draft picks, if a couple coaches get banned, if executives get banned, it doesn't matter what they do. No matter what, that's not a legit championship anymore. No matter what, even yeah. if they keep it, no matter what, there's an asterisk next to it, and you get to an asterisk next to it. Ast- no one's done that yet. No, they, oh. they, they, they asterisk. The, well, they did the Houston asterisks. Oh yeah, no, asterisk ah, that's good. That. All right, but no matter what, you get to hold that against asterisk fans, and I love that. I feel good about that, and I will continue to push that on Twitter. You got something there, Doug? To me, I think it's I'm gonna hold out my opinion on whether or not they should vacate or not based on the evidence that's gonna surface in the next yeah. couple months. Because if yeah. they catch them red-handed, if they if if like because they have well they have but like let's, John Boy has already. no that's hey, that, hey I think that Altuve should give John Boy his 2017 MVP award. I think I think I'm telling you it's gotta be Swift. I, it's gotta be Swift because look, I would rather. Um, <laughs> now we're talking. I like this. And, no, but I'm just saying that what they have to do here is realize that. Like you said, it's like Barry Bonds, that's an individual accomplishment, right? But we're talking about a team award. And I was thinking to myself, if this was if the script was flipped here, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting my entire life for the Dodgers to win a World Series, and it came out that we had people we had we were cheating to win, it would break my heart. It would oh, yeah. totally delegitimize the World Series for us. And I would I would I would want it taken away from my own team. Mm-hmm. I would want them to take it away from my own team. Because look, hey, yeah. I'm just saying I'd rather win with honor than um, <laughs> Cheap failure. Some quote Vince Scully, I think, said that. No, he didn't. But look, I'm just saying. I'm it was just Yoda. That was Yoda. <laughs> it <was Vin> Yoda. <laughs> um, cheated you are. But no. <laughs> hey, I'm look. I just, I just, it, I think it's the most epic story in recent memory. I, I just can't get enough of it. Like what? To me, I, I think I forgot who said it, but uh, oh, there was a funny tweet by Joe Davis. I think that was oh the just a, a shortened two. Just a short two. Yeah, just yeah. the O2 hack, and I'm like. Of course. That I mean, was like so you can, simple. You can but feel just them clicking into place. Yeah. You can feel them clicking into it and just launching and taking mm-hmm. off. And you saw it when, uh, who hit the game? It was, uh, Guriel hit the game time home run in game five, right? Yeah, you, sure. I don't know. I mean, there were so many awful sure. home runs in that game five. True, I don't know. And also, we all had to relive that, that series. Thing. We all had to relive that series now. We're reliving, yeah, we're reliving it and day just, in, day out. It's just, yeah. I don't know. 
It's it's a whole new way. My to question like to you guys is: rip off the bandaid and blood still happening? Yeah, no, it's really it's it, 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 <laughs> blood it's, and sadness. Michelle says, "Calm down, Doug." All right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, T, uh, so on on uh, the idea of of some of the uh, you know potential punishment and all that, Tina G, man, coming in hot here. They should get the death penalty in baseball. I should just stop there because that, that sounds great. But uh, she says. They should have to repay their World Series shares, lose draft picks, international draft picks, cap space, and they should be suspended too. All of that stuff sounds like a lot, sounds good. Is that enough to anybody here? No. Is that enough to anybody out there? No. Just, nobody's ever going to be happy. I'll never be happy with Brooks. Them. Never no matter what, I'm never going to be happy no matter what. Regardless of the situation, I'm not going to be yeah. happy. If there's any penalty you can throw at them versus any not throwing at them, I want a penalty. Any mm-hmm. anything that you can throw at them, I want them. Like, but look at the Cardinals when the Cardinals got busted. <laughs> for ironically doing the same, you know, cheating to get uh, stuff from the Astros. If they're taking away draft picks, mm. they have the money and the capital to sign free agents. So they're going to sign free agents and then, uh, I don't know. I take like, away their monies. I like Tim says, I'll take the title and show up for the parade. <laughs> yeah, dude, we'll, hey, I'll go. I mean, I'm not busy that day. Go, go to what Africa, get that merch back. Any day. Yeah. I'm not busy any day. I know they're gonna. Dodgers. I think they should take all the revenue from their home games and send it to wherever they sold, wherever they sent our championship gear. And I was just gonna say that we're gonna know? go to that small little like Ethiopian town. Yeah, and get their gear. Get back. it back. Get the gear. Dude. We, we gotta switch them. them. Yeah. I mean, I we can. I have a question for you guys. Who do you think would have won the World Series MVP? And what do you think would be Jock Peterson? Or do you think it would be Clayton Kershaw? I mean, it might have been Kershaw just because he wouldn't have been led to soup the bed. I yeah. Think, I think he still would have. It's <laughs> not as bad. It was not as bad, yeah. It wouldn't have been as bad. I think I, Jock It would have been you, Darvish. Jock, Jock would have ended up with it, and I would have been really conflicted and felt really strange, and I would not have known how to react to that because I'm a notorious Jock trade stan. Is that what you call him? <laughs> yeah, that Proponent? Works. Yes. Talk like an adult, say proponent. But think about that. Clay sure. Kershaw, 11 strikeouts, no walks. First time since Don Nukem in 1949. Game five, yeah. if he gets that win, you know Dave Roberts would have tried to bring him out in game six to close out. Or, and seven. And seven. <laughs> yeah. What? So, Are you saying Dave David Roberts does ill-advised managing moves in-game? Hey, you heard it first here. Um, wait, I think I have the button. Um, I'm just kidding. Thank you. That's Thank good. you. That's good. Finally, on on this uh, this topic, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pretty sure everybody here kind of saw it. It's now it's making its rounds amongst the uh, the major news brands, major news brand. But um, did you guys see the kid with Austin Barnes? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I think the best part of all this has been all the memes and all the jokes and all all just the internet trolls doing their thing. And one in particular was a uh i think he was a 10 year old little league player or whatever out in um tustin tustin there you go so we got one more clip for you to run any day is it not playing it's playing Eh. but it's just muted that's weird yeah but the joke is i can tell you i'll I'll tell you all right gary mr gary lee is now going to (laughs) recreate this child's joke Can I, can I tell you a joke? Knock, knock. Who, who's who's there? Uh, trash, uh, change up. Change up who? No, you get it? It's knock, knock, and then change up. Ah. No. No, he said two knocks is a change up. Wow. Wow. Yo, man, that's why I <laughs> that don't hit, have a that, camera. Hey, that hit for me. <laughs> Thank you. <That> hit. <laughs> 
Anyways, it's pretty good. I mean, this kid's doing that. Austin Barnes, who of course is is uh, was the starting catcher for the 2017 World Series team, mm. enjoys it even more. But uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that uh, you know a kid a kid is getting in on this, and that Barnes is still relevant somehow. But well, that's um, the yeah. Astros' punishment: is a generation knowing that it's a it's a Barnes gets Austin F Barnes gets to make fun of you. That's the ultimate punishment. Mm-hmm. That was actually in the parking lot of a Wendy's. He was just getting his meal. <laughs> hey, there's your punishment. They have to, uh, the Astros Wendy's? have to take, no, Wendy's is delicious. Four for four, I bro. love Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I get now. You're on time out. Bro, they brought spicy nuggets back. Oh, my bad. Spicy nugs. Um, the, the, the whole city of Houston has sponsors. to admit that In-N-Out's better than Whataburger. <laughs> Because Whataburger that, and they is also from have Houston. To have Austin Barnes be their starting. Oh, but Barnes might be oh, good. Oh, no, he'll he'll have yeah. some vendetta. He'll only hit against the Dodgers. Psycho Barnes. He'll be para like two Well, plus like like uh, you know Brian McCann had a plus three hundred batting average, oh, yeah. three hundred points yeah. in his batting average with <laughs> the home road splits. I can imagine Barnes being a lot better when he knows whether or not to uh, to pull up or uh, or turn it. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home baseball's taking a really long time with everything on this this winter you know the the astros punishment for one and to to sidle along here player signings because we're not really seeing uh, much of of anything happen on as you enjoyed mlb's cold stove i did i like that a lot it is a very cold stove if you will there are some signings going on around baseball though a little earlier than anticipated because it usually it's usually like a lot closer to christmas time but i think guys are like man i really need to get the gifts this year you know, I need my paycheck. I got to get this moving. So let's <laughs> sign a little early. We've seen a couple guys sign around base. We get, Travis Darno. We got. I don't want to talk about anything else right now except <laughs> Travis. Dar- I don't want. I don't care. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about the Astros. I don't care about my dinner at home. I don't care about this beer. I care about Travis Darno getting paid eight million dollars a year on a two-year contract. What in the hell? What is happening? Dodgers legend. Sixteen million dollars. For Travis Darn, what? Didn't he hit like ten home runs in three games over there? I, with? Uh, I can't even, guys. I can't even with baseball. Baseball is the weirdest sport, and contracts are so strange. I don't under. You know, Lamar Jackson has a two and a half million dollar cap hit on his contract right now. Two and a half million dollars for Lamar Jackson. We're talking football. It's different. I get it. What team? He's does an he MVP pitch for? player. <laughs> yeah, and you got Travis freaking Darno. Making $16 million in two years playing for a playoff team. A playoff team. I'm sorry. Playoffs? I'm sorry. Playoffs? The audio. <laughs> oh my Baseball God. has been very, very good to me. That's right. It'll be better on the podcast uh, side because I can I'm apply so the I'm so upset and I just, it, there's oh. no reason to be. Get your I money. Get your money. There's no reason to be. Do, do Get you, paid. Do you think he finishes that contract? No. I don't think he <laughs> makes it through the first year of his contract. I think he gets DFA'd at some point. You know point. What's, what's so funny when you think about Travis Darno and traded back to the Dodgers. <laughs> when you think about the the tra- career trajectory of Travis Darno, like he was the Mets starting catcher when 
when JT hit like 48 doubles against them in that one uh, division series where Zach Granke didn't cover third like a dumbass. Like, that was their starting catcher, man. Like, this is a weird career arc that that dude's been on. But, um, oh, I, I mean, I understand your I'm your pain. I mean, uh, listen, if it came down to the wire, like, if it's right before spring training and, and the Braves are like, all, all the good catchers have been bought up, there's no one left. We got to dish out some money. Travis Darno is still out there. Let's mm-hmm. pay the man. But this, they're like prepaying him yeah. before everybody else. They're like everyone else. Well, is they're still doing available. that with everybody. But the Braves are Dar- like they want to get out of the front office Will and Smith, just go golf. Will Smith. <laughs> they overpaid for Will Smith too. Chris uh, Martin, uh, Darno. I think they had another guy. I and can't watch they, baseball this year. I'm they, done. They, they haven't shored up their their starting rotation, so it's pretty funny. Here's their great point: Dwight Howard makes less money. <laughs> I don't even know how much Dwight makes. Less than that. I'll tell you that right now. Definitely less than $8 million. Oh, Superman. Oh, man. I can't even. <sighs> Anyways, the Dodgers haven't signed anybody if anybody's. What do you think about reason. What do you think our boy, uh, uh, what's his name? Yes, Money Grandall going to baseball hell, also known as Chicago White Sox. Um, I feel bad for the guy. 91 91. No, no, no. 70-something. I forgot what oh, it was. Oh, 91 over the last five years, including yeah. the one. So He's getting paid. <laughs> He's getting paid properly as, you know, the best catcher in baseball possibly right now, or if not, you know, top two, top three. <laughs> I got some good past many. But, past, yeah, past he body. has many past ball. <laughs> I, got, I got some opinions on that. But first, I got to say, uh, Kate, who made me... Uh, this Tim LaCastro sticker. She said, do I need to make you a Travis Darno sticker now? Uh, that's Kate underscore 880. You can buy some great uh, these stickers. stickers. Hey, we ain't hawking nobody's stickers. Listen, hey, Kate, I love the sticker. stickers. Second of, sticker. all, second of all, uh, Yasmani Grandal was the stickers. best catcher in baseball for the past like five years, but no one wants to talk about that because he had a bad playoff series where he dropped well, also, baseballs. he was a Dodger. No one wants to talk about that. He's a Dodger where ESPN all doesn't want to talk about All of you yeah. fans who are like, we don't want him, we don't need him. And you're he was like, the best offensive yeah, catcher a, in the game. And you want to say yeah. that freaking behind the plate. Will Smith is your savior. Will Smith actually didn't have that great of a season, guys. He had a really good start. He's sitting right here. Sorry, I apologize for that. But everyone wants to pretend that <laughs> Grandall's not a great catcher, and he actually is one of the top catchers in all of baseball. And now the White Sox have the White Sox. They really need to invest in some pitching first of all, because they got a team that could actually win some ball games. But you can't win ball games without pitching, guys. I think the Angels proved that time and time again for the past fifteen years. Sorry, Los Angeles yeah. Angels, Los Angeles. Yeah, no, Anaheim. It's called Anaheim. Yeah. Do you have any vitriol to spill for Grandal? Look, I, I think that you, you made a great point. Is when you're on the big stage and you're Yasmani pass ball, then Austin Barnes come in. That's kind of the perception that that people have. But like Brooks said, if you look at the numbers, yeah, he's a, a lot better catcher than people give him credit for. I mean, if yeah. you look at the numbers, definitely in the upper echelon of catchers. But to think that. I would never have guessed that Yasmani Grandal would have been the biggest signing in a franchise's history at seventy-three million. When I think Albert Bell made like fifty-five million, like yeah. twenty-three years ago, he was a yeah. nice guy. Um, <laughs> he was a nice guy. <laughs> but when he went in, elbows up. Yeah, love Albert Bell. He's a class act. But look, Yasmani Grandal. Hey, we have our catcher situation figured out. If we didn't have a Will Smith, aka me, but. Um, um, I, maybe I'd feel bad about it, but we have our catcher for the future. We have a stable of catchers. Yeah, in the, if not, you got two backup catchers. Yeah, exactly. For the future at, at so, least. hey, get your and money. Travis get your Darno's money. Travis Darno is going to get traded halfway <laughs> through the season. Don't forget that, guys. Who? Travis Darno. Oh. 
He'll he'll be available at some I point. Like, I was like, where's my pen go? Oh yeah, I threw it. You threw it. Go it again. It should be a bet if he makes like the the all star team. There's so, there's gotta be some bet oh, between you two. Darno, you and Brooke. Make, okay. There you go. Oh, what do you yeah, do? Okay. What do you do? Oh, oh, oh. A, a Darno tattoo. Someone write this down. If Travis Darno makes the 2020 All Star game, I will get his name tattooed on my body. Somewhere. Oh wow! And you can brook it. <laughs> Flash forward <laughs> to August. 2020. Go ahead and, and write, Brooke's gonna be like, "Well, what had happened was exactly." Go ahead and write it in somewhere. I don't care where you write it. You can't. I'll you, do it. It's you not can't a big break, deal. You can't. You can't. Uh, he's, throw not, away. he's not making the All Star team. There's no way. You can't throw away this footage like the athletes are probably doing to the. <laughs> Watch him just okay, hit no like, more hit like 415. Because <laughs> he heard. I wasn't expecting us to go off this this long on, on Travis Darno. Two catches that have nothing to do with the Dodgers. I had never thought also, I would ever talk about Travis. Darno. How many games did he play? Was I mean, it one the, game. One two, game. One game. So it's not even zero, a couple cards. Like zero a shot. At bats. Like I a shot with the, he took a shot yeah, with the Dodgers. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. The, the, That's like what my major league like. What I really wanted, I, like. what I really really wanted to see though, I really wanted to see the Dodgers win a World Series just so they would give him an effing ring. Yeah, they would because have the to. Dodgers would be classy enough to be like, oh, everybody, Josh, uh, you know, maybe not Brock Stewart. I don't think he deserved it, but uh, maybe uh, his dad. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff no Jeff way. Yeah. But now we're seeing again as we as we transition here to the Dodgers and and you know because we're a Dodgers. Oh show. yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, once again, this is year two now of seeing like the Corey Kluber two Dodgers. I mean, it's barely out there. It's a it's a, a sliver of a whisper about Kluber coming to the Dodgers. But uh, our boy Kenny G Gurnick, he uh, he brought it up again, and and he for some reason likes the idea that was the same as last year, which is Verdugo for Kluber. And I just want to know how much you guys hate that. Like, do you hate it? Do you hate it? Hate it? Or do you super ultra hate it? Yes. Okay. I would say I really hate it. I love what Verdugo brings. That was not an option. Oh, sorry. I hate it. Super ultra hate it. I super ultra hate it. Because one, you see the free agent pitchers on the market, Mm -hmm. and that's where we need to get our pitchers. We need to get two. You need to get Mr. Garrett Cole or someone on on that uh, of that magnitude. I don't think we need to trade for a start. I know Corey Kluber is is quality when he's at his best, but with Alex Verdugo, two time All Star. I mean, two time Cy Young guy. Two time Cy Young guy. His accolades, you know, speak for themselves, definitely. But I mean, I think Alex Verdugo is a special player. Yeah, you saw what he can do defensively. His arm, hits for contact, hits for. You know, you know, we occasionally will get asked like the who who do you guys think are the untouchables for this team? And you know, a lot of people will look at Gavin Lux, will look at somebody like Dustin May, and I, I think when healthy, Verdugo played himself to probably the more one of the more untouched. I mean, of course, outside of somebody like Bellinger and all that, but Verdugo really just just makes this team perfect. Like I mean, provided we go and get Cole and and Rendon and whoever else that also. But I mean, I, again, I love. I love Alex. He's a nice kid. Friend of the show. Who is he? <laughs> Thank you. Listen, Kluber, I, we've talked about this many times. I feel like in the past two years, we just talk about the same things over and over again. Because hey. those are the rumors that just cycle back and forth all the time. And I feel like we always just circle back to them because they're always there. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. But I also love that because that means we're a big team who's involved in every player available in one way or another, according to sources. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we're always on the 10-yard line, and we're always uh, yeah, the Dodgers, close. The Dodgers are in on Cole. We're in on Rendon. We're in on, on Strasburg. We're in on Donaldson, who, like I said a couple weeks ago now, Ken Rosenthal's out here saying it, how, again, his his – Let's just be straight up. Josh Donaldson's assholeness would be perfect in this this Dodgers locker room because they're they're complacent, no doubt. They're a very complacent mm-hmm. complacent team. They're they're the same dude. You know, you go to work with the same 
basic white dudes every you know day in day out. I see pro- them a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, you're like whatever. You know, they're ripping farts in front of each other. Oh, wait, that's what you're supposed to do. That's locker room stuff. But um, we're we're seeing these names again, and then uh, I know I know you enjoyed this one. Everybody kind of enjoyed this one. Um, Heyman, John Heyman came out hmm. with his world-ending tweet that the Dodgers are in on everybody at, at maybe at the right price, I guess, question mark. Yeah, and I mean, that kind of comes with the territory of being a big market team like we talked about. They, uh-huh. they have a lot of money. They have a lot of resources. So naturally, they're going to be involved in every conversation that's out there. If somebody gets put onto the trade block that is a significant name or at least a name worth looking at, you can bet with almost 100% certainty the Dodgers are going to be a name mentioned. And it's not even necessarily that anybody's reporting that they're involved. It's just a lot of the times you can assume there's one of three teams in way or another. If they're the Yankees are going to be involved on in it, the Dodgers are going to be involved on in it, and some weird random-ass team that no one expected is going to be involved in it. Those are the three things that you can guarantee with any big name that's out there. So if, you, if you're reading anything on MLB Trade Rumors, the Dodgers are going to be on there every time, just but, so you guys know. But the verbatim tweet here from John Heyman, which I've I've never had beef generally with Heyman, but I know a lot of other like people who who've read into this a lot more. They there are some people, internet people, that straight up have beef for uh, for Johnny H here. That's what I'm gonna call him because you know, we're friends. We're back. friends now, but. Yeah. Um, he says, Dodgers are looking at Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, and Anthony Rendon. So, one, that's just make sure your tweet gets seen Hello. everywhere because people are going to search that Dodgers Garrett Cole. Oh, look at uh, Heyman comes up. Uh, that's, that's, great. that's some great SEO. We'll do that all night. Right SEO all day, baby. Uh, or keyword. That's keyword research right there. Uh, and he says, but while they can afford to go big, word is they have set valuations for each star and intend to remain disciplined. No shit. Every team does that. Literally every team does that. They're not going to go out there. You, Travis, I watch you. I will give you $16 million over the... Oh, wait. No, they did that. Oh, I forgot boy. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, as our, our boy uh, Diamond Hoggers, Clint Evans, brought it out, or how he said it's like kind of smoke and mirrors. They're throwing a smoke screen out there. And uh, what's his name? Craig uh, Calcetra. Well, I don't even know how to say it, but the NBC sports dude. He, he sort of came in, came in pretty hard there. And... Um, Crazy. Is is John Heyman like in in Little Andy F's pocket? Ooh. We're gonna talk <laughs> about this. We're gonna put this out on the, we are, the airwaves because this is a Thanksgiving show. And What's we're a pocket? Thankful for rumors. Huh? What's a pocket? It's a it's like a, hot pocket. Oh. You know, that's a that's somebody getting paid so to listen, say nice things. It about is you very in commonly well, known knowledge. It's a that there are some, I won't say who. I won't say who. There are some reporters, writers in baseball no, that are in the pockets of some larger agents. I won't also say which agents. I won't Horace. say that either. But they rhymes with Horace. Drew Rosenhaus. And uh, wrong, they wrong are paid to put out rumors to leverage other teams against other teams. And so the contracts get inflated. Yeah. And I won't, I won't say what? who. Are you he saying, might be one. <laughs> are you saying in the same way we see these weird tweets at the trade deadline? I Listen, don't have a what? If if Scott Boris is listening, you got I, for one. It's a broken am More than willing to tweet out <laughs> rumors for any amount of money. I will sell out. 
That's all I had to say about it. it I'll it, sell out. It, it's just really interesting. <laughs> I think the timing with Heyman and, and Doug. I'm pretty sure you saw this one too, where where Heyman had come out. And we you know we took it to you know Dodgers Nation. We we took it and run ran with it because you expect John Heyman to be a respected member of the media. But it, it's the the Andrew Friedman extension is done. They just don't want to talk about it. And yeah. the next day, L.A. Times Jorge Castillo, which is actually you know he's a beat writer for the freaking Dodgers. It says no, there's nothing done anywhere, and they probably won't talk about it when it is done. But no, it's that's not done, which I just think is kind of interesting. It's a weird thing to kind of look at Heyman, and I hope uh, I hope he calms down. Like I, you guys know, I was I was given some hell to to Jeff Passan early in the offseason. I think personally because of me, <laughs> he stopped throwing out all these stupid things because he was just trying to get everything first or trying to get everything out there, or trying to get people to look at his stuff because this is his first time doing it with the big four letter. So he wants to be the mothership. Yeah. He wants to do it with uh, make a good know, impression, make a good impression. He wants to be the guy who breaks it first. He wants to be mm-hmm. mentioned in those Ken Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal tweets and all this stuff. But you know, that, that flies at Yahoo, probably not at the mothership, at least in, in the eyes of me and, and media and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think you're trying too hard. But um, you put it yeah. out there, and he doesn't want to be responsible for it. And then he goes and talks about it with some other guy in the ESPN network about like, oh, why do they do that? Like, grow up, okay, <laughs> Jeff. If you don't want to, if you want to deal with this, then call me. Well, I mean, we, I don't we, care. Well, I took uh, we took a, something that that Passon said verbatim, which is he yeah, said five years, two hundred million dollars, and yeah. then and he's like, oh, I don't know why people are running. I mean, he never said anything he tweeted directly. It. He never said anything directly about about us in particular, but still, he's like, oh, it's it's annoying the way people are running with this. <laughs> like, you're the one saying it. This <laughs> is that time when everybody's on it, and now so, hey, you said it, bro. That's on you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand the way Brooke and I say a lot of dumb stuff, and we forget about it. You like know, tattoos. Like tattoos, but that one's out Travis there. Darno tattoo. Travis Darno, right across <laughs> his ass. In July. <laughs> right across his TD, ass. TD, somewhere. But um, I don't know. It's, just, it's dumb. It's dumb. Do you, do you have any, uh, any vitriol? Do you want to be mad at John Heyman, too? I, you know, it, in this you're, day I and age. I know you're the nice guy. It's, no, I'm, I mean, it's, all about, it's, it's the rat race of the internet. And, 100%. In this era where everyone's searching for any morsel of information, mm-hmm. and you just latch on to everything, you know, for lack of a better cliche, they're playing hardball from a negotiation standpoint. <laughs> hardball. They're playing hardball. I hate you because you're so good at that. And, <laughs> and the thing is with, look, I mean, I, I, go, I go back to last year. If you remember Bob Nightingale, he said the whole time that it was going to be Bryce Harper to the Phillies. Yeah. And sometimes they're on the money, sometimes they're not. And, of course, that they're going to put stuff out there. The Dodgers always, they have the resources, they have the, they have the prospect capital. They're easy to manipulate. But, hey, that's why. And when it comes to the Donaldson uh, signing, to me, I'm not very high on it, really. I mean, mm. I do think that, I do think he can provide a spark to the locker room. But to me, it kind of feels more like a Friedman, kind of second-tier free agency class signing uh, along the lines of a Pollock or Casimir or whoever, McCarthy. Yeah. I, I really want them to go for a home run hitter. Or uh, to hit the home run with someone like a Rendon or someone like that. Yeah. I heard the Rangers they are need, kind of the sleeper they need team, that but difference maker. And last offseason, I mean, Machado was nice, Harper was nice, but they weren't the right guys for for the for the LA Dodgers. And one of Rendon or Cole, maybe not Cole, Cole, I don't know, but Rendon is is like 100 percent the right guy, yeah. like to take this team to to help lead this team to the to the next phase or to get a lot of money and get hurt in the first season. You never know what the, what the luck the Dodgers get <laughs> yeah. in free agency. I, but it'll be interesting. It'll be, I mean, to see who gets the big story this offseason, they're going to make their mark because you have some of the biggest free agents ever. You're going to have the biggest pitching free agent signing ever in Garrett Cole. Rendon's going to make major headlines. There's a lot of big names out there. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who's on the money with it. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. a big thing. That's going to be something to watch all year long. So uh, make sure you guys are with well, us you're just all to, off season. You're trying to educate the uh, fans right now. Yeah. How agents can manipulate the media. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, tell them how it is. And like, if you guys really care about it, if you guys really want to understand how it is, I learned my lessons just by watching TV. And also, the, uh, this is a long, YouTube. this is an old episode, <laughs> an old series. West Wing, first season. All it is is communications department. Their PR, the press secretary, is uh, dropping little little nuggets to mm-hmm. each member of the press and just playing them. And then it curries favors and everything. So it's the same way in baseball. Uh, if it's Boris, you know, giving whoever some little bits of information. Yeah. If they need some leverage in a contract negotiation, then drop it over to the Dodgers beat writers and just say, hey, we need you to say that, hey, we're going to um, up the up the price for whoever. Yeah. And then that way the Yankees are going to offer more money. It's a simple play. I don't understand how people don't understand this, but if you need to learn, I learned it from West Wing and then just studying PR stuff. So go for it. So watch West Wing. Yeah. And let us or know. Or Arliss. I really feel like that now needs to be the name of this episode. I learned it from West Wing. I'm going to write that one down. West Wing and chill. Yeah. Politics aside, just watch it for that lesson. It's great writing. It's Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So it's just... A good lesson with uh, uh, who's the person that plays the press secretary? Our off-season oh, topics um, just she, wild out. No, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, but is it wild out? Well, plus isn't the NL um, West Wing? Isn't isn't uh, uh, oh, damn it? I can't think of the dude's name right now. He was on Parks and Rec. Trek. Adam Scott. Oh, Chris Pratt. As yeah. he's on sorry. Ron Swanson. We'll let you know. The dad. No, the damn uh, terrific. You know the, the, the oh Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger. Yeah. yeah. What the hell's his real people name? Rob. Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah. wasn't Rob, oh, Rob Lowe? Was in there. Yeah, yeah. Really Noted good. Dodger Sam. fan, Rob Lowe. Yeah, that's so how that's, we're tying it together. Rob Blinka. Rob Blinka. That's, that's where it is. That's Rob where Blinka. I was. Did you say that name wrong? Wait, he's a bad guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where yeah, I was going to go. Tommy Boy. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, guys. It's going to be a long offseason. There's going to be a lot to talk about. So We got more to talk about. We'll be here. We will be here. We'll be here. Cover everything. For most of it. But we got to get you some quick hit Dodger headlines with a Z. This first one. Very important. Go for it. Very, very important, guys. Take Dodger, it away, boy. Dodger Stadium in the flesh. I don't know if you can call it that. It's a stadium. It doesn't really mean anything. We'll be having a fifty percent off sale. We'll call it. They're calling it. Are they calling it a Blue Friday? They're calling it Blue Friday. They're calling it Blue Friday, and it's a sale from Friday through Sunday. Some so. days they will have waffles there. Don't don't. There's going to be waffles there. Just walk oh, away from it. Because blue. Ah, I follow. Continuing on. So if you got to get your uh, Christmas gifts, your holiday season uh, Dodger items, if you want to get me mm-hmm. something, uh, I wear a size large and I have a very large head. Seven five eighths uh, is my hat size. What's your hat size? I have no idea. Wait. Oh, you don't wear fitted caps. Um, uh, it's like so seven, seven and five eighths. Oh, there seven five eight. What about you? Uh, I think I was seven three eights. Gary, you nine. What are you, <laughs> <laughs> Dick? No, I, am, I brought I'm the like seven three eights too. Oh, all right. Yeah. Snapback oh, live. Right. Anyways, guys, so they'll be having that sale. It runs from Friday through Sunday. Make sure you get your gear, get your Dodger fan in your life that you love or care about. The yeah, gear and that they and, love and care about. And I think all off season they're having uh, postseason gear, which everybody absolutely wants. But all the postseason gear is supposed to be half off too. So oh, hell yeah, that's rain that's October thing. or whatever they. Oh, the, there's gonna be a truck outside that can remove the postseason patch. For you. No, just kidding. That's kind of cool. A big one, as as I guess we we continue to pile on ESPN, which I, I generally don't have anything any major ill qualms towards. I mean, they're they're fine. They're mm. they've been around for quite some time, and they're I, Disney. I feel I they should point out Disney too. Plus. I I also have no problem with Jeff Passan. Like he's he's fine, and I I'll I'll take all of his stuff and write something about it. But 
you know, we'll just watch what you say there. But um, as we found out earlier or late last week, ESPN is unfortunately airing Dodgers opening day, which I guess for some people, if you don't have the, the spectrum, um, I guess that's good depending on whatever the hell their their uh, broadcast crew comes to be, because they're talking about firing everybody and leaving uh, yeah. only A-Rod, which is like that. Of, of all the people on Dodgers. that crew. Dodgers. Love Dodgers. That's a move. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah he, I forgot, he calls him. I don't know. He just says everything wrong. Mon- Monsi. Max Monsi. Max Monsi. Well, that's a guy I hate. Alex the Dodgers. Rodriguez. Ooh, I hate him. Like as a person, the if you know what I mean. Anyways, uh, ESPN is officially airing the Dodgers opening day, which, again, sounds terrifying. But great news dropped today from our friend of the show, Joseph Davis, where he confirmed Mm. that the Booth Boys on Spectrum, along with Alana, will be airing opening day. So we get all of our all of our delicious Dodger dual stream, if you dual stream, if you will. Mm. Yes, I'm excited about that. Also, Rob Manfred, uh, he hates uh, baseball. I'm let just you. as an entirety. I'm he just you. hates all of baseball, guys. Uh, baseball's threatening to cut almost 50, almost 50 minor league teams in a move that, uh, let's, okay, well, let's be honest, guys. A lot of people are upset about it. I don't really have a problem with it because I'm a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad person, and I don't care about anything. Um, basically, the teams that are being cut, the minor league teams that are being cut, generate less than 1,000 fans. They're basically like the rookie equivalent of rookie teams or like low a class teams that generate like literally some of them were pulling in like 200 fans a game which at that wow. point costing you a little bit of money uh so if you can kind of you know if you can kind of tighten up the minor league system you know make it a little more exclusive maybe you get better players out of that maybe you get more focused and more money dedicated to the guys that are actually gonna uh, not not to be a jerk about it but maybe shape up to be something one day and that's just so, my honesty with that. So you're you're taking the the side that maybe it's better for the quality of players coming through, mm-hmm. as opposed to the side a lot of people are taking, which is baseball just wants to fatten its pockets yet again. Yeah, and I mean that might be true, but baseball has every right to fatten its pockets, and Do I have you, no problem with that because uh, you know because they I'm, totally I'm, give back to the fans. Oh, wait, yeah. No. Well, let, let's let's be honest here. <laughs> There are a lot of people that are in the minor league system that have absolutely zero shot of ever making it to the big leagues. So what's the point of even employing them? That's that's my question. I'm going to be really honest about that. They're, what What's the point? Like you're just leading somebody yeah. on and having them make – you've seen the minor league players' paycheck. They don't make any money. No. Make what's it, the point of yeah. stringing them on that long and not ripple, paying them? But honest, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll take the other side it. of it. It's the ripple effect of the people who have jobs because of those players. That's true. And, like, there's some money flowing around, mm-hmm. and the people who go to it, like Rancho, uh, the Rancho Cucamon Quakes, like, yeah. there's a, there's, anytime a player hits a home run, they give the, and then to don't, it's like a donation hat at, at church, and they give it to the player, or yeah. a player, whatever. Like, I think that's, that's nice of the community, you mm-hmm. know, they buy the hot dogs and the drinks, and that really is the thing that fuels the, fuels the money at the stadium, mm-hmm. right? It's not the ticket. So, I, I get your point, like, minor league players... They're, I mean, they're getting free housing, all that kind of stuff in, in some people's houses. It's, it's tough because it's not just the players. It's not just the people in the organization. It's the community that they affect. And if you cut that in that many cities at, right away, I mean, what are people going to do? I mean, the unemployment's going to be crazy. And then 
What's yeah. going to bomb that city? These, that's the only. These damn, are, that's the only thing. These are teams that are like. Wow. These aren't teams that are like barely cutting it or anything like that. These are teams that are like bleeding money. Yeah. Like these are teams that are literally costing money to keep the doors oh, open. What like a lot though. of money. Like if it's the Yankees, I don't give a shit. I mean, uh, everybody. I don't care. They're, they're, I it's mean, it's almost everybody. Like, it's all affiliated in some way with pretty much every every major league team, and it's all rookie league teams. The thing is when this, those players are just going to move up somewhere else I'll, or get cut. I'll cut tell loose. you this. I I believe the minor league system. Oh, I should turn my camera. I believe the minor <laughs> league system is you, there must be a measurable way in how that is helping marketing for major league baseball. Yeah. Okay. It's just the same thing as baseball, high school baseball or little league baseball. It's a systematic way of making sure you grow a fan base forever and ever, mm-hmm. you know, like football has the same thing. Everybody can make the high school football team. Therefore you have 50 people times their families supporting. Yeah. That's why you get so much money for the high school. And that's why NFL is so popular because you have all these families loving football. <clears throat> Basketball is a little bit harder because that's the genetic lottery, mm-hmm. right? Baseball needs, I, I, without reading too much research, so I'm, you know, whatever. I really <laughs> think that they need minor league baseball to really help ensure that it grows in the future. Cause I still mm-hmm. believe in five to 10 years, the best athletes are no longer going to be playing football. They're going to be coming back to baseball and you're going to see a great, an a, a amazing era of yeah. baseball in probably like no. 10, 10 years. It's not going to happen. I will, I will say they're not going to baseball. I mean, they're not baseball, going to football. Baseball is, is now Pee-wee, being Pee-wee football registration has gone down the drain because of all the, yeah, because more people are going into competitive gaming and dumb, dumb uh, crap like that. Yeah, like yeah, they're I mean, finding other the athletes ways are going to, are going to come out. What's you up? Know? YouTubing. <laughs> What's up Twitch? Yeah. By the way, where the hell's Perez? Well, but, I would say though that really, I mean, if you look at all the major league owners combined, they, they, they have a net worth over $50 billion. So mm-hmm. if they want to help, but I, I also see Brooks point of view where look, it's on these individual minor league clubs yeah, to make sure they're too. lucrative. Yeah. You got to get creative. You know, minor yeah. league baseball is you got to do the money drops from the helicopter. You got to do crazy <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got to have creative, and if they're not getting it done, if you've got 200 people there, it's like a glorified rec league. And there are, at that very, point. There are yeah, very really successful is. minor league teams. And they there, are. Yeah. There's a lot of minor, there's a few minor league teams that are pulling out more fans on average than Tampa Bay race games. And that's yeah. like, and that's, that's you a find major league special, baseball team. That's yeah. a playoff team. That's a yeah. major league playoff team. And they're yeah. not pulling as it's many not just fans, which is, too, speaks though. more to the state of, of major league baseball than it does. I think the minor league baseball, but I will say that minor league baseball as a whole needs an overhaul. It definitely <laughs> yeah. needs to be completely okay. redone. Yeah. Completely. I mean, these guys, there's just top tier talent that's not making nearly enough money to survive. This does yeah, not. And if you look the at the major thing. league minimum, you know it's like five hundred something thousand dollars. If they get these teams, if they they they're gone, that money can't go back into baseball and the owners. That's got to go to the other people. I mean, we saw Toronto. You know, they they made some headlines by actually giving their minor leaguers a, a living wage. I know, shocker. But like you're talking about, so many of these these uh, minor league players, they just don't really make much of anything. They don't make a survival rate. Most of them have to work in the off season. If you work in the off season, you can't focus on focus on being in your best shape. You know, hashtag best shape of my life to get into spring training and be ready to win a job or do whatever. So you're so focused and so worried about so much. You know, you, you get your you know your tiny little stipend to go buy your your four for four from Wendy's, not a sponsor, but spicy nugs, spicy nugs. But it, it, that's just my thing. If if baseball's taking it away, all of that money needs to go back to balance out what these these people in triple a double a because those teams aren't going to be harmed no, no nothing's happening to, to single a and above yeah. it's uh, it's going to be some rookie teams i think ogden's one of them which is another no, one I mean, of the rookie single teams, a, double yeah. a, 
it's a system built when the best athletes were going to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Then the 70s happens and the 80s happen. And that's when everybody went towards football and maybe basketball. Mm-hmm. Maybe basketball, right? <clears throat> but that's the, that's the problem. I think it's just this system is antiquated. So you're right. There needs to be an overhaul for the amount of talent that's available who wants to play baseball. And then Tim Rogers said that baseball is for the rich. I don't believe that. I lived across the street from one of, you know, in Alhambra. And uh, I lived across Never the street from where they had baseball trials for little leagues. And you see all the parents bringing their kids, wanting to try out. You see all the kids trying hard to really make baseball. And you can see these people and like, they're not rich. You know, they're all coming by, spending their time when, you know, to, to help their kid play baseball. They do it because their father did it. Their father's father did it. And they, they brought them to the field. And there's a love of baseball in this country that needs to be fostered. And mm-hmm. I don't think, and I think people are still fostering right now. Well, that, I, I think I understand what he meant though when he says it's for the rich. Like all the people that I know from Little League that yeah. are now in the minor league system or drafted or whatever, yeah. those guys right. were all rich and were able to get coached, were able to take hitting lists. Travel yeah, balls. That, yeah. Travel that ball. I didn't get to do any of that crap. Yeah. Not saying I would have made the minor yeah. league system by any means, but Can I, I, confirm I think I understand would have meant. been at Ogden and then you, you would have been the... Re- no, I would have been cut. Yeah, yeah you would have been cut. Yeah, because yeah. Ogden is on the list, so... Uh, I saw a couple of them right here. Tina, Tina G-Man says, uh, the minor league teams give small towns something to watch, though, with 30 teams true, yeah. around baseball, so you want to be able to just do that. Just move to a city. <laughs> yeah, Pack just, it up. Just move. Okay, 1%. Just go buy a house in, in you know an affluent area. Just move uh, to Pasadena. Burn. I can't afford it here, so you know, come here and we can not afford it together. <laughs> Dodger dude has a little bit of a sidebar here. So they should start PED aluminum bat league. There you go. I watched the hell out of that. Yes. We that's XFL. That. Yes. XFL. I watched that. LB. There you go. <laughs> ping. Boom. We just, I'm all ping. in for that. I know. We just, it's just, all, it's just Jose Canseco and no, and that's that right there. That's all Domingo Ayala. Hell yeah. I am in. <laughs> He's Count a bomb, in for boss that. of chain. Yeah. Uh, Mara O'Brien says uh, it's the only baseball I get to watch here uh, in Utah. Ogden Raptors or Orem Owls. So that's that's just another it's a bummer. Take no, have you been? I mean, I, I remember like the first. I went to like a Visalia Oaks game like way back in the day. It was, it was it blew, don't up teams. It, 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 it blew my mind how everyone in the crowd like knew every player's name. They like treated yeah. like we treat the Dodgers yeah, like it was yeah. their team. It was an event. It was a place to go, but. Hey, like if, if you can't uh, if you can't generate the, the the necessary revenue to stay alive, then hey, they gotta do what they gotta do. But it's all to me. The minor league should all, always be about one developing talent and two to see if you can generate some revenue to wherever you are. But for I mean, forty two teams seems like a lot of teams. And one look one my, core, one Cody Bellinger coming out of your yeah, farm system yeah. pays for your farm system. Yeah, you know it it can't pay with all the tickets that it makes. At the at at the big look at the big league, so it's just a, big a numbers game. Yeah, it's a numbers game. Well, the people I feel really good for are the people that watch every minute of the draft now, because now it's going to be what like down to like twenty trust, rounds. I don't trust those people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't we don't, don't trust, trust losers. That's Bernie Sanders is all tweeting about the. His dis- <laughs> Our boy AJ on the guitar says, uh, AJ says, went to Stockton Ports game to get mugged. That sounds like a there wholesome story. Thanks for well, sharing. We're going to need to hear more about that on next week's episode. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, you, I, I see you have something highlighted you would like to talk about. No, I was kind of just like dragging over stuff. I no, I want you to talk about it now. No, oh, the Dodgers. Yeah, because <laughs> I got to remind you. Uh, guys. Don't forget, guys. Thanksgiving is uh, well, let's see. Uh, today's Tuesday. Wednesday is tomorrow. Thursday is the day after that. So that's two days from now. Uh, Dodger stories. Six decades. Dick. Dick. 
decades, six decades in L.A. This is a family show. Premieres on PBS, SoCal, and KCET on Thanksgiving evening. I don't remember the airtime for it, but I think it's like 7 and 8.30. Something yeah, like I think that it's, around it's, there. Yeah, they're, Check they're your local listings one. for more information. Yeah. I'm going to be an ad reader for TV. PBS, SoCal. Uh, and you got like to, that, real quick there. before we get off, because we've been doing this for a long time now. I didn't even realize it. But uh, before I you got off? to Yes. Be, yeah. You got to actually go to the uh, premiere. Yeah, I saw the premiere. I won't give away too much, but uh, the, Dodgers, the, Dodgers. the Dodgers end up in L.A. Oh. Uh, they win Spoilers. two championships, and oh, then that's spoilers. it. That's it so far. Um, don't, don't, don't do that to me. To <laughs> that's all ever. From what I've seen in this movie, they only win two championships, and that's it. But it's it's it'll. I think it'll really be a fun watch for people. You know, you, you're there with family. You're you're all plopped on the couch, like I said last week. You're not going to move. And you're looking for something good to watch on on the telly, especially if it's you know free TV. If you want to pull out the old black and white TV, mm-hmm. but it's cool. You know, it's upbeat. They they you can tell they had to squeeze a lot into a half an hour. And and the the producer um, of the documentary was at uh, the the premiere. They had a panel there, including our friend Mark Landrell. But but she said there's so much they had to leave on the cutting room floor. So I guess uh, on on. PBS Passport, I think that's what they call it. They're going to have all the extras too, which I think it'll really fill out the story. But um, yeah, make sure cool. to check that out. Dodger Stories, six decades in LA. <clears throat> Once again, it's on PBS SoCal and KCE, KCET on Thanksgiving night. So whenever you're uh, full of turkey, sit down on the couch, watch it. <laughs> Final thoughts. Sorry about that. <laughs> Had to push that. Final thoughts, uh, guys. As Dodger fans here, it's 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 coming up on Thanksgiving, like Brooke said, and I uh, want to carry the three two days uh, from when we're recording this. So we have to talk a little bit, just a brief second here, about what we're thankful for. And uh, let's say seventy eight words or less. Gary, you got. Oh, you seem to be typing. Doug, I'm gonna go ahead and let you uh, lead off. What are you thankful for? Uh, I would say as a Dodger fan. As a Dodger fan, I would say probably the nineteen wins that we had this decade. Oh. 919 wins. And then sec- a quick second he one would be prepared. Uh, whatever you guys are whatever you guys are watching us on the internet, I'm thankful for that because that led to the Astros getting exposed. Yeah. So right. I would be the internet and uh, a very solid decade where we should have won a World Series and won seven division titles, but that'd be mine. I'm thankful for a front office that does not listen to Twitter. <laughs> are you kidding me? You know little Andy F has a Twitter. He does, but he doesn't listen to us. And it's a good call because yeah. I'm an what idiot. Thankful for, right now, I'm just thankful for John Boy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. all... hit, hit, hit a button. Uh, hit a button. Uh, I don't uh, care which uh, one. Hit a button. There you go. That seems That's apropos. Yeah. I think, is that, is that, anyways. John Boy, what are you thankful for? <laughs> I, and I what honestly... do you want for Christmas? <laughs> Little boy, uh, heroin, just like mom used to make. No, uh, perfect. I, I don't really know what I'm thankful for because there's so much we can be upset about. But I'm thankful, like we talked about last week with our friend Mark. I'm thankful that we get to be upset about a team failing in the World Series. I'm upset we are. I'm happy. I'm thankful that we get a team to to even root for. We're talking about people here who don't who are worried about losing their minor league teams, and we have the best team in, in baseball. We have the best team in all of sports playing at the Golden, the Blue Cathedral, if you will, at Blue Heaven on Earth. We get that. And it's for people like us. It's in our backyard, so it's fantastic. Sorry, AJ, we don't get mugged there as much. but <laughs> Stupid Tennessee. I, I guess generally I'm just thankful to be a Dodger fan. Hit the button. Um, You're trying to get another state to hit you. <laughs> well, we I mean, enough guys. Enough people got their ears blown out tonight. Yeah, well, we, we didn't expect you. to go, uh, you know, like an hour and a half, a couple days before Thanksgiving. Stuff but um, you know what, man? 
we, we had some fun. You guys can find us on the internet machine at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, so many more. Just Google again. Just just Google. Blue just Heaven Google. Podcast. I am at BrookMe3. This guy over here is at RealFRG. We are both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dodger Nation on Twitter at official Dodger Nation on Instagram because some jerk took uh, Dodger Nation on Instagram. Doug, you want to give him your handles? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at DMAC underscore LA. And just want to give a shout out to my homie Byron. He's just had a new baby boy, a future Dodger fan named Jackson. Cutting that, cutting sh- that in cut- post. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, yeah, DMAC LA, Dodgers Nation for Life. This is the GOAT podcast. Thankful for these guys. Essential listening. They hold it down. Um. <laughs> There you go. That's good. good. Make sure you guys follow him, especially during the regular season, because you're going to get to hear all the post games with him after. Uh, huge thank you to our crack production team, which uh, right now, that's Gary. Thanks, Gary. The fingers are flying. Thanks, Look at Gary. That. He's there not, he is. He's right there. Thank he's not you, Gary. weighed down by that appendix. Yeah, his appendix <laughs> is gone, and you know he basically lost all the weight from it. So thanks, Gary. We appreciate it, you. And guys, we thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all your questions and comments. Thank you for supporting my anger, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Travis Darno for life. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 